Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. Hey there, Haas Lady friends. Here we are on episode 27 of the Haas Lady Podcast. Haas. H-O-S-S, Home Organization Simplification Specialist. I have made it my mission to help others learn the skill of getting out of their own way in order to have a less cluttered life and home. It all comes down to that. Right. We all know how to pick things up and put them away or take them away and throw them away. But it's all the chatter in our heads that really messes with us, right? All the excuses and justifications for hanging on to things that we really never use. All the reasons for not getting started. All the chatter. Well, friends, you have come to the best place ever today because let me tell you, I have had some serious chatter lately. (laughs) And if you are following along in our Facebook group, 52 Weeks to a Clutter-Free Life, then you've probably seen that in April we had the challenge of making one room in our house completely clutter-free and organized so that if you had to box it up and move out in less than an hour, you could. And let me tell you guys, I decided I was going to work on my bedroom and I did make some progress It was just simply the fact that I didn't want to do it, and it paralyzed me. Yes, that is dramatic, but also, it was a great lesson for me. And I plan on working through that lesson by just freaking doing it anyway. Maybe not by April 30th, but it will get done. Because I know it's not hard work. What makes it hard is all the thinking behind it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. So today I want to talk about the value of decluttering. We think we are wasting money when we get rid of things we paid for. But there is some bigger truths here. Let me explain. All right. So right now, wherever you are. Look around. Look around yourself. And as you look around, make a mental note of everything you see. So if you're in a car, first of all, drive. (laughs) But just notice, if you're inside the car itself, you would count the car, the cups in the cup holder, the clothes you're wearing, your bag, your purse, probably a phone charger or a phone mount, Maybe you have some tools or like an emergency kit in the trunk. Think about everything you have in that space. So maybe you're at home. Maybe you're on the couch. So you're going to count the couch, the tables, the books, the TV, the rug, the decorations, picture frames, blankets, pillows, the shoes on the floor, the remote, the cup of water, the game controllers, the doodads, and the gadgets. So as you're looking around, can you mentally add up the cost of every item in your space? Like how much money did it cost to buy these things and how much money 
are you surrounded by? Because ultimately, that's what's going on. You are basically surrounded by money. Have you ever considered that everything around you was not once yours? And at some point, you either spent money on it or someone else did. Even the homemade things, at some point in time, the supplies were bought. Now, if you had a fire today and you and it took your home to the ground, nothing left. How much money would be burned up? I mean, not literal money, but the price of everything you have. And then consider this. If you could have all of that money back, all the things you bought on a whim or impulsively, or that late night online shopping, maybe you bought it and you no longer use it, maybe it's stuff you use daily, how much money would that be and what else could you have done with it? See, we have become a society that is consumed with consuming. We love stuff. But why? Like, why? To keep up with the Joneses? So we can fit in, look good in our expensive clothes, and live in our fancy homes? And y'all, there's nothing wrong with that. You deserve the life you want. And if you love the clothes and the fancy house, then by God, go for it. I could care less. But if you are buying things at the level that you cannot even fit these in your home, you're going to really need some serious reflection. Because if you really dial in and you listen to what's going on in that sneaky brain of yours, you're going to hear some truths that might surprise you. Like, I'm going to look so cool and everyone is going to love this new purse. Are you buying that purse for yourself? Because you love it or because you want to look cool in the eyes of someone else? Do you want the big fancy house because you think it will show people your status? Or do you have the big fancy house because you get true joy in having big gatherings at your home surrounded by the people who are fun to be around? Do you buy the expensive clothes so you'll look the part, maybe be taken more seriously? Or do you buy the clothes because they are tailored to fit they're good quality. They fit you really well. And when you put them on, you have a sense of confidence unlike anything else. So like in my life, I love holiday decorations. I love to put up seasonal decor all over my tiny apartment. Not because I'm trying to impress anyone, mainly because no one ever comes over. <laughs> but I love to walk through the house and see the cute and colorful things. I love it, and it makes me happy. And the thing I want to caution you on, just because you love it and it brings you joy does not mean you have to buy it, right? Especially if you are running out of space or you're already way too cluttered. Do not buy any more sweaters when your sweater drawer is already stuffed to the top. Or, you know, commit to throwing one of those old sweaters in the chuck-it bucket so you aren't breaking the do-not-cheat rule and making sure that it is, it is a space that can easily be reset. The whole point to the three steps, declare, clear, reset, is to make each and every space in your home easier to reset or clean. And it is to quickly 
determine where everything you have goes. If you declare a space in your house for everything in your house, you will never have clutter that just sits there because you don't know what to do with it, right? Unless you keep buying more and more shit that you start to run out of space and that is what makes it hard to reset. You had a space for it, but it won't fit or you have too many other things. So you try to cheat and move things around to make things work out. And that is why we have clutter issues. It isn't because we're lazy or overwhelmed. It is because we just do not allow ourselves the boundaries of only owning the things we have space for. The more we buy, the more we have to move other shit around. At some point, we do get overwhelmed with everything we own. And because we have such a hard time of letting things go, the clutter piles up and takes over our lives. If every item in your home has a dollar value to it, would you look at your clutter differently? And I don't offer this exercise as a trigger to judge what you have done in the past. I mean, so what? You bought it. It's there. That part's over. We can't change it. So we're not going to judge our past self for doing the best he or she knew in that moment. But what we can do is figure out a way to move forward without looking back. So what if you have $2,000 worth of clothes in your closet that you never wear anymore? Let's be honest, for all of us working remote, do you really need all those work clothes? Can you maybe sell them in consignment? Maybe donate them? Can you sell them online? Can you take them to a homeless shelter? You will most likely never recoup the money you spent on everything in your house. Even if you had a fire and everything burned up and the insurance company paid you that big old lump sum of whatever you said the value was, you will never recoup every cent. So, do the next best thing, guys. The money is gone and may not ever come back. But what you can get back is your freedom from the clutter. You have that in your control. You can get your home clutter-free if you simply stop thinking about it as a waste of money. The money's already spent. You're never getting it back. So what will it matter if you keep it or let it go? Right? All right. Your call to action this week. If you have been doing the April challenge, this week is inventory week. In the room you designated as the room you were going to get completely clutter-free and organized, make a list of all the things you see. Just get a notebook, piece of paper, whatever. Draw a line down the center of the page to cut the page into two columns. In one column, list every item. And in the next column, list the value you would buy it for today. And what I mean is you aren't going to list the couch you bought for $600 as $600. You're going to list it as 400 or less, right? I mean, it's used. Would you buy a used couch for the original retail price? Probably not. 
I mean, but honestly, you really can't get this wrong. It doesn't matter what price you put on it. It really doesn't. No one is going to see this list. But what this list is going to do is show you how much money you spend on the stuff that surrounds you. It is such an eye-opening experience, and it will really change the way you make decisions when buying new things. Because if you could have all of that money back, what else would you be doing? Have you always wanted to take a vacation? Have you wanted to pay off your car? So guys, it's, 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 it's all about how you're thinking about your clutter. So guys, that's it for today. May is just around the corner and I haven't quite narrowed down what the topic I want to talk about next week. So if you have any suggestions, please email me at thehosslady at gmail.com. And trust me, I have plenty of ideas. I just don't know what you guys want to hear. Um, so thehosslady at gmail.com or you can reach me through my website at thehosslady.com. Or you can find me on Facebook and ask to join the 52-week to a clutter-free life challenge. And also, you can find that Facebook group if you go to the website and click on the tab at the top that says 52 weeks. And if you need extra help, if you are just drowning in clutter and you cannot get started and you would like to have some one-on-one coaching time with me, By all means, there's also a tab on my website with the one-on-one coaching tab. Just click that and we will get you started. So until next time, remember, we don't put things down. We put them away. So let's get to it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to my Host Lady podcast. My name is Becky, and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. If you are interested in working with me one-on-one, visit my website at thehosslady.com. If you enjoyed the podcast, leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.